Hi moms, I'm Becca Carnahan. And I'm Marie Tremblay. We're two mom friends and career development professionals here to help you answer that big question. What do I want to be when I grow up? Just because we're moms now doesn't mean we're all the way grown up yet. I know I'm not. Me neither. And we want to give you permission to grow, change, and evolve as a parent and professional. By sharing real stories from real moms, including our own, we're going to help you navigate the motherhood identity shift, career changes, work-life balance questions, and more. Are you ready to keep growing up with us? Yes? Then let's do this. Welcome back, everyone, for episode eight. And today we're talking about Emma. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about extroverted Emma. And if you remember from last week, we were talking about our friend introverted Abby. Mm -hmm. And as introverted as Abby is, um, Emma is on the total other (laughs) side of the spectrum. When she's taking a personality test, it about goes off the charts. Mm -hmm. So we'll tell you a bit more about her story and how she was thinking about really finding the right career match. So here's a bit about Emma. So Emma is a mom. She's a mom of three. She is very extroverted, like we said. Um, She and her wife, they live in New Jersey, and they are very active with their kids in their community. They're there's probably not a single person in Emma's community that she does not know. Who That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yes. Um, very, very involved. Um, she also works in human resources. She specializes in employee onboarding, really welcoming people to a new community mm-hmm. as well um, in her job. And she's commuting into New York City daily. So she's riding the train. Um, she is... She enjoys, honestly. She doesn't really mind the train because she's extroverted. She likes to never met a stranger she doesn't like. Um, so she's talking <laughs> to people on the train. She's talking to people at her job. Um, all of these things are, are going well for Emma. Mm-hmm. Here's where things get a little tricky because every story has a part that is a little bit yeah, tricky. Yeah, with all that commute, I sort of know where you're going. You know where I'm going, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mentioned that Emma has three kids who are very active. And her wife does work closer to home. So that has been helpful in terms of how they manage childcare. Hmm. However, Emma's getting a bit of FOMO. She's sort of missing out on those She's, moments with her kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, between with all the commuting, she is oftentimes sometimes getting home at like seven. Mm, ouch. Yeah. And how old are your kids? Yeah. So her kids are. Let me see if I remember correctly. They are four six and nine Mm, um so for the four-year-old especially four-year-olds getting ready for bed even some of the older ones are starting to get (laughs) ready for bed so she's missing dinner a lot Mm -hmm. and that's really tough for her she's she's home a ton on the weekends and she gets her time then with her kids but during the week she just feels like she's missing out Mm. so emma's starting to approach this from a very black and white if there's one answer or there's another answer, there's no in between. Mm. She's thinking either I stay in my job, going into going into the city every day, working in HR, really excelling in my career, or I quit my job and I I stay at home. So I'm with the kids. Oh wow, okay. Yep, those are the two options she currently has on the table when she came in. So uh, that's where she was when she first. Mm-hmm. Came in the community. Okay. Yep. And she's not alone in this at all. Mm. Uh, I think that oftentimes we think about our decisions as as black and white. Mm. Um, I like to dance around in the gray <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and we're going to talk about what that might look like 
for Emma. But I think it's important to acknowledge that a lot of other moms, a lot of other dads might be looking at the same situation like Emma and thinking that there are only two options. And how we're going to approach that is to, instead of just saying, okay, there's one option, there's another option, we're going to figure out what Emma really needs. Hmm. And instead of saying it's full-time, it's part-time, it's stay-at-home, we're going to strip that language And you're going to explore off. the gray zone with her. We're going to explore the gray zone. And we're going to explore it from a needs-based perspective. So a lot of what we do in, in career coaching, we do this a lot in the Career Clarity Program, is focus on career criteria. Hmm. And there's five different aspects that I've, I like to work through on career criteria. We're going to zero in on two of them here with Emma. One is on needs and one is on motivators. Hmm. So here's what I mean by that. So if Marie, you and I were here talking and, we, and you were to say, okay, what, what do you want next in, in your career? Instead of going straight for, I, I want a full-time job or I want a, a part-time job or whatever, what I'm going to ask you is like, well, what do you, how do you want to kind of feel at the end of the day? <laughs> Oh, I like that uh, approach. Yeah. How, what are the things that you want out of your, what you want your day to be looking like? So for Emma, she, she would have probably said, I want to feel like I connected with people. Yes. During my work day. Yep, exactly. So that was one part of it that she said, I really want to be leaning into my extroverted personality yeah. in my work and talking with people a lot, having a lot of interpersonal interaction. Mm -hmm. So great. Okay. That's, that's one, that's a need. It's also a motivator for her because that's mm. what gets her excited yeah. to do her work. I'm she's not, not a loner for sure. She's not a loner. No, <laughs> she likes to be <laughs> surrounded by people as much as possible. And I have one kid who's like that and one kid who's more like Abby. Mm, um, so yeah. I totally see that the, <laughs> these personalities, um, recognizing them and appreciating these personality differences is a real key to job satisfaction when mm. you understand yourself. You have to know yourself first. Yes. Sometimes it takes a while. It does. Uh, and then one other thing that, well, a bunch of other things, but let's just go to this next one. Remember Emma said she wanted to, she was missing dinner, mm. right? So instead of saying, okay, these are the two options, we said, okay, Emma, what do, what do you want? What do you need from this next stage? And she said, I want to be home for dinner with my kids. Hmm. I really want to be there at 5.30 helping make dinner so that it's not fully on my wife to be managing right. all of this. And it is uh, not too much to ask. It's really not. And sometimes it's hard to see other options, but being home at 5.30, it's not too big of an ask. It's, it's, it's possible. Yes. Mm. And so once she started to say that out loud, and I mm. said, okay, great. You want to be home at at 5 30 um well how about your mornings what do you want your mornings to look like like well you know what it actually works out really well that my wife takes the the youngest to um to her preschool in the morning because it's right by her work so that works the older kids get on the bus uh pretty early mm. so it actually kind of works for me to be heading out to work in the morning so as long as i can see the kids in the morning and kind of help out with breakfast that feels good to me. That okay. feels like I'm being the present parent that I want to be. I don't always get to do that right now. So that's kind of itching at me that I yeah. need to be like getting on the train earlier. But if I could just kind of maybe go into work a little bit later, 
I could do a bit more of the morning routine with the kids and feel less rushed Mm -hmm. with them. Okay, perfect. We have some needs um, really narrowed down here in terms of how you want which sort of excludes the commute a little bit. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, <laughs> I think that the commute um, is, is a question. We're not mm. going to say like no commute or yes commute at this point. We're just going to say maybe a bit closer. Maybe a bit yeah. closer. Exactly. Um, so that was before we start get, get to answering the question. We're just going to keep laying out these criteria. The next one I wanted to ask her was, OK, from a financial perspective, what's what do you need there? Because remember, she's looking at this black and white. She's saying, leave my job, be home fully with the kids, um, or yeah. stay within my job. So establish a baseline. What, what, do, you, what do you need? Yes, establish mm-hmm. a baseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of caught her off guard when I asked her that <laughs> question. Uh, and it's not always fun to talk about money. Sometimes people get uncomfortable with mm. it, and I understand that. So what she had to do when I asked her that question about what's the baseline is that she and her wife had to sit down and really figure out what the baseline was. Mm -hmm. What are their key expenses? What are their goals that they have as a family? Yeah. There's a lot of questions. Um, What she did figure out was that, yeah, based on their goals and based on what they needed, she did still need to be in the paid workforce. Mm -hmm. That was pretty clear. Um, And there Sure, it would cut a little bit of expense if she wasn't commuting, if she wasn't in this full-time role. But for their family and their situation, it did still make sense for her to be in the paid workforce. And she came up with a number. Okay. Yeah. Um, she and her wife came up with a number about what is that baseline. So that was huge. Yeah. Um, once Emma it's had a, big exercise yeah, a couple of these key needs figured out and an understanding of her motivators, the conversation started to shift. Okay. Uh, between there's one answer or there's another answer, that's when we got to, to start to play in the gray. So what does playing in the gray zone look like for Emma? Mm-hmm. So we started to come up with a couple different options instead of stay at home, stay in the job. One option was to think about how she might shift and job craft her current role, mm. which remember she liked. She liked the job. She was just getting home too late yeah. oftentimes. So since she was going into the office five days a week, I asked Emma the question, is there any opportunity for you to be working from home? And that mm. might seem like a really obvious question. And she's like, well, I never really have. During COVID, we did for a little bit. Then we came back pretty quickly mm. into the office. And I'm worried about working from home because I know my personality is very yeah. extroverted. I like to be around people. And said, okay, totally get that. Um, what if it wasn't fully remote, though? If yeah. it was going to the office three days a week and then working from home two days a week? She was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that would actually work. She hadn't honestly explored that before. And I understand that because while it might seem really obvious in this moment, when you're in it, Hmm. in your job, you oftentimes see your job like, this is how it's structured. This is how it's always been. Hmm. It's hard to think about another alternative. It's always good, I think, to have a couple different hypotheses that you're going to test out Mm -hmm. at the same time so that you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. So that that was one, was, okay, what would it look like to shift your hours a little bit um, or work remotely, two days out of the week how would that impact your daily work 
could you do enough of your onboarding that you do with new employees yeah. on certain days of the week? What are the activities that you would do from home when you were working from home a couple of those days? Could you still be as productive? Could so, you still like make yeah. the impact you want to make? So you ask her those questions before she sort of approaches her current role. Oh, yeah. Because she sort of crafts what she sees like her week would be mm -hmm. before approaching her boss with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's the first one that we're going to, we can tease that out a little mm -hmm. bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, the second option was to look for something that was closer to home. If she likes being in the office a lot and could she find something that was more local mm -hmm. where she was doing the same, similar work in employee onboarding and human resources, but it wasn't taking her into the city. Yeah. So those were the two big hypotheses that we were trying to test out in the office closer to home or doing some remote work with her current company. So what we started to do was to craft the proposal for to propose back to her boss. Mm -hmm. um, alongside that, we started to look at what are the other companies that are closer to home that could make sense for you. Um, so what do you want to talk about first? The proposal or the kind of looking uh, for? I think I'm curious about that proposal because yeah. so many people are going through that right now, uh -huh. I guess, because for some people, it doesn't make sense to be at the office full time. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I actually do have a template and I'll, we'll, maybe we can share this in the show notes uh, about this proposal because I think it's really helpful for folks. Mm -hmm. And what we do is we break out what exactly we talked about for Emma like what are the things that she would be doing in the office what are the things that she would be doing at home we outlined exactly how she would continue to manage her team how she would really be able to hit all of her metrics um, in her her current role by shifting this arrangement yeah. a bit so when you break it out into some of these key categories of like what would the new schedule look like What are the key responsibilities? How would they get done on a regular basis? It makes it much easier to propose it back to your employer saying yeah. like, I've actually written it out in this template. Here's how I would <laughs> yeah. propose this could work. Easier to say yes for her boss too. <laughs> much easier to say yes. Um, and they love Emma. <laughs> they love mm. her. Who doesn't love Emma? She's wonderful. Um, so they have an incentive to want to keep mm. her. Anything else we should be thinking about for this proposal? Mm -hmm. So this was kind of a work from home uh, part of the time proposal. Yeah, yeah. There's other proposals that you can make here too, whether that is fully remote or it is part-time, which part-time does not always mean 50%. Mm. Part-time can mean 75%, 80%. So from a financial perspective, it's still making sense. Yeah. Uh, but from a time away from kids perspective, it's also making sense. And I actually did this for a time in my career I had right. I had an 80% job that I did propose went through this exact same process of saying <laughs> I knowing I'll, I'll have to take some things off my plate what to, in order to have it be 80% instead of 100 yeah what are those things where else could I see them falling or are there just certain things that aren't as necessary right now on the job so maybe I've made processes more efficient so that mm -hmm. takes less time Or I can see this particular activity being delegated to someone else as a growth opportunity mm -hmm. that they're actually excited about and looking to do. And it makes sense for both parties mm -hmm. because they don't pay you 100% salary and you're able to, to do 80, 75. And it makes, if it still makes sense for you financially, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So you got to make it make sense for both. Make, make it make sense for you. Make it make sense for the employer. Whenever you're crafting any type of proposal, whether it's for a, a part-time role, a remote role, um, think about it from both perspectives. Mm-hmm. So that's what Emma was doing on one side. Uh, at the same time, she was trying to look at who are the other companies in her local area that she could maybe work for. To be honest, she wasn't as excited okay. about those companies. Um, there's nothing wrong with them. But it's okay to explore too. Yes. And I think it was helpful for her to explore and to see, are there other companies I am excited about that I could work in the office here? And she just wasn't. Her company, her industry, um, it was more in the tech space and there was just more opportunity in the city. Mm-hmm. And, But I'm glad that she explored it because if you don't know what you're looking for, mm, there you go. You're not going to be able to find it. Yeah, she had much more a clear sense of what she was looking for, and really, it was an opportunity to stay within her company or another company that was also in the city, but in a slightly adjusted schedule. Mm-hmm. Which, as you mentioned earlier, was not too much to ask. No, and it wasn't. Spoiler <laughs> alert: <laughs> it wasn't too much to ask. Uh, and they said yes. They said yes. How many days did she go they to the office? They said yes. Um, so she ended up with a three-day in the office, Great. which is what she wanted. Um, two days she was working remotely. So she was the one who was making sure the kids got on the bus. Best of both worlds. Yeah, right it was great. Um, she found that she was actually able to be super productive on mm. her days working from home because mm. any job – is going to have some more like administrative tasks or things that she had to do. That's true. And for Emma, it was kind of hard to do those in the office because she loved being with people. (laughs) She wanted to talk with people all the time. I see what you're, oh yeah. Yeah. So it made her more efficient to just be home and do those administrative tasks Uh a few days a week. And then she could let her extrovert personality go loose in the city. (laughs) Yes. Um, So she actually, she didn't realize what was going to happen. This was kind of an added benefit, but she felt more productive. She felt more balanced mm. between her, her home and her work. Like that's what she was shooting for, but it also felt her more balanced in her professional life because she was able to get some of these other tasks done at home mm-hmm. and just be with the people. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the, the exploration office. phase probably made her see how much she loved her current job too. It did. Mm. It did. And I think that's an important parts to to really emphasize here that career coaching is not always about finding Mm -hmm. another job at a different company i talk about this idea of of landing a fulfilling job you love without giving up the flexibility you need landing that job (laughs) might be within your current company it might be your current job but making adjustments to Mm -hmm. it but it's how to make those adjustments how to Mm -hmm. carve those roles yes and that's exactly that's what I find career coaching can be amazing for is knowing helping you understand what you actually want putting the language around it Mm -hmm. and then being able to execute on that plan so it was so fun to work with Emma (laughs) through this uh she was just a delight and I was really happy honestly that she ended up staying with her company because she really loved the work Mm. and I know that she wanted to show her kids that loving her work and being the professional that she was, was very possible Mm. while also being present with them. 
Wow. And doing the things that she wanted to do as a family. So she felt she was setting the example that she wanted to set. She was living the life that she wanted to live. And her her boss was more than happy to talk with her about this. Hmm. Uh, it didn't have to be a scary conversation. She opened it up with a, in a really structured way with a lot of, a lot of thought behind it. Mm-hmm. And it was a very quick yes. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to When Mommy Grows Up. If you're interested in learning more about how career coaching can help you along your journey of growing up as a mom and professional, head over to beccacarnahan.com slash free training for a free training on how to land a fulfilling job you love without giving up the flexibility you need. You can contact us at podcast at nextchaptercareers.us if you have questions, comments, or want to share your story for some coaching on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be here every week with coaching stories and two mom friends in your corner.